welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. It's been a few weeks since my last podcast and I'm sorry about that, but uh, in the UK it's our summer holiday period, so I've had a nice few weeks away on holiday, but I'm back now and raring to go. So today I want to start by asking you a question. Are you good or are you bad? Are you faithful to God or unfaithful? Are you a hero or a villain? Now, these questions don't really have a yes or no answer, do they? Life is more complex than that. And today we're thinking about a passage in the Bible, a story that Jesus told that is actually quite complex in that way. It's the parable from Luke 18, verses 9 to 14, about the Pharisee and the tax collector coming to the temple to pray. And one of them prays a seemingly very arrogant prayer, and the other prays a seemingly very humble prayer. So on one level, the teaching of Jesus is very clear about the need to be humble before God. But I want to dig a little deeper today into that parable and see if there's anything else we can learn from it. It's like so much else in life. Context is so important when we read the Bible. It really helps to know something of the historical and cultural background behind a particular passage when we read it. And that's especially true with the parables that Jesus told, because he was telling stories to his hearers that were very much based in the culture of the day. The parable of the Good Samaritan. It's important to know that Jews and Samaritans didn't get on. The parable of the mustard seed. It's important to know just how small a mustard seed is to understand the story and so on. And that's certainly true with this story about the Pharisee and the tax collector coming to pray at the temple. We need to know a little bit about these men and how they were viewed by the Jewish people of the time. We think we know, don't we? Modern church audiences make a hero of the tax collector and a villain of the Pharisee. We like the tax collector, but we don't like the Pharisee. But you know what? Appearances can be deceiving. Our reactions have been reversed as the centuries have gone by, and the two characters have somehow switched places. Jesus told this story to a first century Jewish audience and they would have had exactly the opposite understanding about these two characters than we do. What about the Pharisee? Well, in many ways, the teachings of Jesus had a lot in common with the Pharisees and Pharisees were understood to be men of piety, very spiritual and profoundly trustworthy. The ordinary people of Palestine were on the side of the Pharisees. They liked them. But tax collectors were hated. They worked for the Roman Empire, collecting taxes from the people. But they weren't getting paid by the Romans, so they had to cheat the people in order to earn some money for themselves. The tax collectors were hated and considered to be traitors. So for us, the tax collector is the hero and the Pharisee is the villain. But for Jesus' first hearers, the Pharisee was the hero and the tax collector was the villain. Appearances can be deceiving, can't they? Things are not always what they seem. So in this story in Luke chapter 18, both the tax collector and the Pharisee come to pray. The tax collector knew that he was a sinner and his faith clearly mattered to him. He knew that he would always be hated, that he would always be an outsider, and that he could never pay back everyone he owed or make amends. And so his only hope was to ask forgiveness from God. So he stood in the grounds of the temple, keeping his distance from the holy Pharisee, and begged God for mercy. In verse 13 we read this, But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God have mercy on me, a sinner. 
a man who ripped people off financially every day of his life, yet felt genuine remorse before God. Is the tax collector a hero or a villain? And then there's the Pharisee. The prayer that he prays was not unusual in the culture of the day. In that cultural setting, it seemed to be an acceptable prayer to pray. And yet there's something deeply arrogant about his prayer, isn't there? Verse 11. God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. A man who was deeply spiritual and well respected in the faith community, and yet so proud and arrogant as well. Is the Pharisee a hero or a villain? Are you a hero or a villain? Am I a hero or a villain? The temptation is for us to want to categorise these people in the story as good or bad. And there's a temptation in life for us to want to do that with other people too. We're so quick to judge, aren't we? That person is good, the other person is bad. We look at one aspect of someone's behaviour and come to a judgement as to whether they're a hero or a villain. But that is not the way of Christ. The example of Jesus to us throughout his life is that we shouldn't judge anyone because we just don't know what goes on in people's hearts. We can't just label one person as a hero and another person as a villain. Humans are complex creatures and things are never that simple. The truth is that all of us have something of the hero inside of us and all of us have something of the villain in us as well. We are all such complex human beings in whom piety and passion and honesty and guilt and arrogance and pride get all mixed up together. All of us have some humility and some self-interest within us and none of us can be defined as either hero or villain. And the same is true of the two characters in this story, of course. The Pharisee came across as arrogant and aloof and uncaring, but he was also just a man of his time, a man of his position, carrying himself as any other Pharisee would have done at that time. And the tax collector, yes, he was showing humility and sincerity of heart before God, but there's nothing in this story to suggest that the next day he wouldn't have been found back at his office, continuing to work for the Romans, continuing to rip off the Jews as he'd been doing for years. The Pharisee and the tax collector were complex characters. Both were equally hero and villain. And the same is true for each one of us. So who are we to judge each other? Who are we to criticise the villain in another and ignore the hero in them? The wonderful truth of the Christian message is that God accepts each one of us as we are, hero and villain. The truth is that there is good and bad in all of us, but God loves each one of us, regardless of that contradiction in our lives. And so we thank God for that, and we commit ourselves to not judging others, and we're grateful to God that he doesn't judge us for the contradiction in our lives. The judgment for our sin was cast on Jesus Christ on the cross so that we don't have to be judged again. Because of what Christ has done for us, we are free from judgment. Jesus Christ, the hero, was made the villain on the cross so that you and I, the villains, can be made heroes and saints in the eyes of God. A wonderful transaction has taken place through the cross of Christ 
And we rejoice in that transaction because we are free from the judgment of God. And by way of grateful response to that truth, we commit ourselves to living lives in non-judgmental acceptance of other people. Well, I hope you found this podcast useful. I know that we've taken a different approach to this parable than we might usually take, but often in doing that, it can open up new doors for us and we can be challenged in new ways by the word of God to us. So wherever you are today, I hope that you have a good day and that you will feel loved by God just for who you are. Yes, you and I are a complex mix of hero and villain, but God loves us just how we are. And I hope that you have a deep sense of that in your own life today. It's lovely to be back with you again after my holiday and I look forward to being with you again soon. Bye. (laughs) 